Hey, South Carolina, do you regret your 2020 vote for Madison Cawthorn? You should. Thankfully, Cawthorn lost his primary this time around. He got hammered with accusations and allegations of, let's just say, inappropriate behavior. He went around acting like he was some MAGA lover and Trump loyalist. You know, he was a real American and was going to represent the people. That was until his feelings got hurt. Cawthorn is nowhere to be found on Capitol Hill. He took his toys and went home. His nameplate is gone. Furniture was moved out and the office was left empty. Even his offices back in his home state apparently are a ghost town. When constituents call Cawthorn's office, this is what they hear. Due to our office beginning to close for the term, we are no longer accepting new casework requests. But the term isn't over. It lasts until January 3rd. Apparently, Cawthorn just decided to up and leave. How would you like to just abdicate your job a month and a half early and have no repercussions? You have to go to work, but not him. He's still getting to cash those sweet paychecks paid for by you, the taxpayer. That $175 a year is a swinging deal, especially when you have a month-plus vacation. That's how the government cares for you. No matter what tagline politicians use, the smiles and handshakes on the campaign, or appeals to the common man they may make, at the end of the day, politicians are just politicians. They will screw you over with your own money. Cawthorn obviously thinks he is better than his constituents. Those that live in North Carolina's 11th district, good luck. If you need help with federal agencies, you won't get it. Those 750,000 people are entitled to Cawthorn's representation. They literally pay a salary and depend on him to look out for their interests in Congress. But Cawthorn doesn't care. He is just giving his district the middle finger. He isn't voting and he isn't servicing their concerns. And this little piece of is going on like nothing is happening. His spokesperson, Blake Harp, was asked on November 16th what constituents should do if they need assistance with veterans benefits, social security, late tax refunds, or other issues. He didn't even bother to respond. Cawthorn may complain about big government and the establishment, but he turned into them in less than two years. He probably was like that when he ran back in 2020. But like all good con artists, they can fool a lot of people pretty easily. But like Abraham Lincoln once said, quote, you can fool part of the people some of the time. You can fool some of the people all of the time, but you cannot fool all of the people all of the time. North Carolina's 11th district was fooled once, but not anymore. They kicked him out and gave Republican state Senator Chuck Edwards a try. And it seems like he is already doing his best to represent the people of his district. He took to Twitter to let constituents know that if they need help with federal agencies and can't get it from Capitol Hill, then to give him a call at his North Carolina Statehouse office, and he'll do his best to help out. He won't even be an official member of Congress until January 3rd. It's literally not his problem. But instead, he's doing his best and trying to do his job and call thorns. Now, a transition between outgoing and incoming representatives is customary. But since Cawthorn ditched his Capitol Hill digs, he has made no effort to help the new guy get in early. Edwards says, quote, We've not had a conversation at all about closing his offices or transition. Dereliction of duty, AWOL, lazy, entitled, coward, insecure, selfish, liar, grifter. Call Cawthorn whatever you want. I call him a pussy. And it's not like Cawthorn had some emergency that made him suddenly leave. Oh, no. 
While he was busy not working, he managed to buy a $1.1 million home in Cape Coral, Florida. He's 27 and bought a million dollar home, all while skipping work. Sounds like a millennial with an undeserving sense of self-accomplishment to me. He also managed to make it to Trump's presidential announcement last week. He also managed to make it to Trump's presidential announcement last week. He can also be seen sitting right behind Melania. He also managed to make it to Trump's presidential announcement last week. He can be seen sitting right behind Melania. I guess Cawthorn needed all this time off so he could sufficiently kiss Trump's ass hard enough to hopefully get another job. Cawthorn brags about being an eighth generation resident of his district on his website. Guess that meant nothing when he can suckle off the power teat of Donald Trump. Off to Florida and screw my hometown too. But don't worry, he'll have to come back home a few times, not for anything fun, but for court dates. January 13, he has to appear in court on charges for carrying a loaded gun while going through airport security. On December 12, he'll have to appear in Cleveland County on a charge for driving with a revoked license. Third time is the charm because he'll be back on February 2nd for a speeding charge in Polk County. It's amazing this reckless prick even got elected in the first place. After Trump's announcement, Cawthorn posted a video saying that he will, quote, follow this man until the day I die. This little peckerhead can't even complete a two-year term in government, but he's going to pledge fealty to another man. His words mean nothing. I'd be curious to know whether Cawthorn actually thinks anyone believes him anymore. Madison, listen up. You're about to be unemployed and irrelevant to the GOP. Trump didn't endorse you when you first ran. Don't be shocked if he doesn't want anything to do with you now. You're literally a loser. You have a checkered history of inappropriate actions and an unprofessional office behavior. Plus, you skip out of town early to not work. Why don't you go lick your wounds and cry about your problems to your wife? Oh, that's right. She dumped you just like America did.